1: Good singing there, Miss Bao. It's Freedom Friday like Hour. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Ta-da. It's Freedom Friday Hour, alternative commentary, narrative, alternative news on politics, society, pulp culture, politics, religion, you name it. What we try to do, what we try to do is offer a spiritual viewpoint, another type of viewpoint to these current events. Um, And when I say a spiritual viewpoint, I mean a biblical Christian viewpoint, but in the biblical sense, not in the Christianity religion sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we talk about evil and some of these events and things like that, we tie them often to demonic possessions, demonic influence, you know, reptilians, uh, serpent seed, that type of thing. And that's very biblical. And we also tie it into end times, prophecy and the perilous times we live in, and how history is collapsing before our eyes. And that's what we're trying to get across. Whether we do that or not, I'm not sure, but that's really kind of in our fantasy, that's what we're hoping we're doing. Mm -hmm. So um, welcome to Freedom Friday Hour alternative perspective and we have a lot to cover today a lot a lot of good stuff yes. so i'm not going to mess around today and joke around we're going to get right to it after mr kapow says a few words from our sponsor
0: yes today is freedom friday november 3rd 2017 and i have some scriptures here uh hebrews thirteen eight says jesus christ is the same yesterday and today and forever psalm 102 Oh, look at this. I had 102, and it's gone. It disappeared. Okay, here it is. Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment, as a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end, and thy children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. Then we'll go to Ephesians five. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savour. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it be once named. Let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather a giving of thanks. For this ye know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. And let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them.
1: Amen. And that's a word from our sponsors <laughs> the Bible, the Word of God. Right? Right. Okay, first on the list, I'm going to group about four or five articles into one subject. And this is something I can't let go of. Uh, Ms. Kapow and I watch um, stuff on this every night. And if there's a new um, information that comes out, we eat it up. and That's the Las Vegas Massacre. Because that is not normal. Mm -mm. And I, I, and I definitely not. And I understand, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of junk conspiracy out there, which I don't really blame because you have to ask questions. Even if it sounds ridiculous, you have to ask the questions in order to really get to some truth. There's a lot of junk out there, but there's a lot of good people out there doing good research. They're doing the job of what an investigative journalist should be doing. Mm-hmm. And they're independent journalists, and we're watching them on YouTube. That's yeah, because
0: right. they also know that there's something not right here, that the pieces don't fit together.
1: There is something. And in my opinion, Ms. Kapow's opinion, it goes beyond just a government conspiracy or a government. Cover up. I honestly think this is very demonic.
2: It's oh, very
1: reptilian. And it's the manifestation. It is what I call the disclosure. Mm-hmm. It's not humans disclosing the aliens or aliens landing on the White House lawn saying, Take us to your leader. It's them disclosing themselves. And the reason being is that their time is so short now. They are. Making mistakes. They're on
0: overdrive.
1: (laughs) They are. And it takes a long time to deceive people. If you're a grifter, if you're a con man, it takes time to work the con. These people, these aliens, these reptilians, these serpent seed have been working the con for thousands of years. And now the end of time is right around the corner. They don't have the time and they're manifesting. Mm -hmm. It's all over the place. And the Vegas shooting is just another example of it, of the blood sacrifice. It's very demonic. It's very evil. So let's start with this. There's an article on Zero Hedge. And it says, why has the Las Vegas massacre disappeared from the news cycle? And the writer's asking the question that in today's pace, breakneck pace of news, where information's coming at you all the time, you know, it's common that one story just goes
0: boom, boom, blue,
1: you know, and mm-hmm. they fade away and they're forgotten. But his point is this is the largest massacre in, well, they call it current U.S. history because, uh, you know, Wounded Knee was bigger. Mm-hmm. But let's just say it's the largest massacre, mass shooting on this land, okay? And yet for it to just be forgotten... There's only two people on mainstream media that's even keeping this alive. And that's um, Carlton Tucker. And I forget the other guy's name that are asking questions about it on Fox news. You have to go to YouTube and you have to dig deeper to find what other people are doing with it because they're not talking about it no more. Including Joe must go. Sheriff Lombardo. Uh, And the FBI. Yeah. Come on. So anyway, it's the worst mass shooting in U.S. history. All right. We all know the story. We all know that 58 are dead. 546 were injured at this Harvest um, country thing. We all know the story. I'm not going to go over that. But the cable news channels, uh, even online discussions, have just about disappeared on this. Okay. Okay. Now, here are the facts that we know. These are facts. I'm not making this up. These are facts. That the official timeline of the shooting has changed three times. Yep. A week before the attack, this Steven Paddock guy had wired hundred grand to an account in the Philippines.
2: Mm-hmm. Fact.
1: He also took cruises to the Middle East. His laptop was missing its hard drive when recovered. Yeah. Come on. Who took that? What did he do? Shoot himself in the head and then removed his hard drive (laughs) or did he remove his hard drive. And when did he exit the hotel room to then dispose of it? Where is it
0: at? Exactly.
1: These are facts. This is conspiracy. This is what's going on. Okay. And despite it being over a month, a month, the police finally revealed that they did in fact fire a gun. They had a, a discharge in the hotel room upon their entry. I even read that in their uh, log, their radio log. Mm-hmm. So there was, there was a gunshot fired when they breached the room. The other fact is Jesus Campos, the security guard guy, <laughs> allegedly who found the Patsy Paddock,
2: Mm-hmm
1: as he started his killing spree and then he was shot in the leg in the process. Well, he disappears after the scheduling of several interviews and then he, he disappears out of the country. They let him leave and go to Mexico.
0: Yeah. What is that? For a uh, approved vacation. (laughs) He's, and he's the only guy that had any
1: contact with Stephen paddock when he was alive. Apparently, Mm. by being shot at. He's the, only, he's the closest witness to what was going on in that room and they let him go to Mexico. And not only that, he gets to drive to Mexico unhindered with a gunshot wound in his leg mm. in the middle of an investigation. Crazy. He goes to Mexico with a gunshot in his leg. So when he disappears, he said he went to a, a walk-in health clinic. But when they investigated that... These clinics said, we never heard of him. He never came in here. And then he reemerges and goes on the Ellen degenerate show to do an interview.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was something else.
1: Yeah. And it's like all set up for court, you know, with their little
0: diagram. And
1: and then they make the statement, well, he's not going to talk anymore because he's just too. And then what's interesting, too, is he gained 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And his head's bigger. His head's bigger. His facial structure's different. He doesn't have the the moles he used to have on the other pictures. Mm-hmm. His eyes look different. It's a different dude. So who's this original guy? Oh, and he has no guard card. He has no Nevada state license to practice guardianship. Mm-hmm. And and so the Mandalay Hotel or other people are saying, oh, well, you don't need one for um, for in house security. Really, the Mandalay Hotel is just going to hire any bozo off the street without being certified, without being. Well, we already know he was in a union because everybody has to pay money in Vegas. It's all mob, right? Mm-hmm. It all came from the mob. And it, it, but you don't have to be state certified. You just walk in and be a security guard at, at one of the largest hotels in the world. It's all lies. Nothing is, it's all falling apart. That's what I mean. The disclosure, they're disclosing themselves and they're manifesting themselves and it's all falling apart. Mm-hmm. What that means for us. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth, but they know that there's still humans out here that are, that are pushing back. That's right. They don't add up. Um, the Stephen Paddock is in Vegas. There's cameras everywhere yet no stills, no videos of him are being released. We don't know wh- anything. Mm-hmm. But yet, but it's a surveillance state over there. So it just kind of vanished.
0: Yeah. Right? Crazy.
1: Now, now this is what I want to get to in this little portion of Freedom Friday. There are four deaths. Four people have died in less than a month after surviving the October 1st massacre. And at least three, actually actually, there's five because mm-hmm. it's a husband and wife team, but at least three of those deaths were confirmed that they publicly disavowed the official story.
0: Yep, yep.
1: In less than a month, they've all died suspicious deaths. Oh, it's just coincidence. Really? It's just statistics. Kimberly Shokomel, you can find all of these people. You can find these people on our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media. You can find links to these stories. I posted them. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Kimberly Kimberly Shokomel came out publicly on her Facebook page. And she and I read the whole thing. You can still find it. Facebook has taken it down, Mm -hmm. but it's still, uh, still out there. Yep. I read the whole thing. She talks about multiple shooters. She describes being chased. She describes being shot at at different areas. Mm -hmm. It totally conflicts the official lone patsy, one lone wolf deal.
0: Multiple shooters.
1: Yes. And she wanted to form a group of survivors Mm -hmm. that saw the same as she did and push back on this official narrative. And this woman is 28 years old with a little kid and married. When her husband left for work in the wee hours of morning, lo and behold, she died in her sleep. Mm-hmm. She had um, epilepsy or yeah, something. Yeah, that mole. Grand, yeah, grand they mole. said she had a grand mal seizure and she died in her sleep. Yeah, right. Coincidence. That's a, well, that's just one. So just one, you'd say, okay, come on, let's not draw lines.
0: Okay? But still, it's kind of suspicious. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Then there was a man named Danny Contreras, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and Danny Contreras was at the concert. Danny Contreras is a brown man, and he has gang-related tattoos. But it doesn't mean he doesn't like country music. And the reason why I mention this is because he was at the concert, and the next he survived it, and the next day he tweeted. He tweeted, uh, let me give it specifically what he said. He said, feeling icky to be alive. Wow. Can't believe I got out of concert alive. Two men chasing me with guns.
2: Mm.
1: Not everyone's so lucky. Wow. I don't know why you would tweet that if that wasn't true. Why would you tweet that? Mm-hmm. If you survived this mass shooting you can, you can see he's emoting here.
2: Right.
1: He's feeling icky to be alive. He has survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. But he says two men were chasing him with guns. That's not the official narrative. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what happens to Danny. Here's what happens to Danny. His body was found in a vacant home in the Northeastern Valley after a neighbor heard a man groaning inside a building. It was a vacant house. And when the police got there, they say he was dead. Oh. He had been shot multiple times. And the woman who called says she didn't hear any gunshots, but the coroner confirmed he had died of multiple gunshot wounds, ruled (laughs) his death a homicide. Wow. And he became the latest Las Vegas survivor, uh, and actually at at the time of this writing, but there's more, um, to to die in suspicious circumstances or disappear. And the guy who disappeared, I'm going to talk about him, he didn't disappear, he's dead. And it's disturbing that dead witnesses all have one thing in common. They all provided information that calls the official narrative into question. And they were all ignored by law enforcement and mainstream media. So there, here's two that I'm telling you about. Okay. Mm. He contradicted that one shooter fired on the route 91 harvest festival crowd. He tweeted that he was chased by two gunmen. All right. Yep. Now I, I, I read, the, I read this story. I looked up the original Las Vegas Journal story on this and the story on his death, it says Corner confirms the identity of this man, Danny Contreras. And it even says that it's something like the 207th homicide in Clark County this year. <laughs> oh. Folks, the year's not even over with. And it says that includes the 58 dead from the festival, but it never mentioned that this guy was at the festival and had survived it. Don't you think that would have been important journalism? Yep. Because you can't trust newspapers or mainstream. They're idiots. They're all bought and paid for. So when you read the story, the police get there and say that he had gang related tattoos on him. uh, And so they think maybe the shooting was gang related or more than likely drug related. Wow. But they don't know that. Mm hmm. They don't know that. They just know he was whacked. Are you serious? Well, yeah. And moving on, this mm. is the this is the most this is the most recent death. Ms. Capel and I are from uh Southern California, mm-hmm. Riverside County, and where we came from, the city of Marietta, Winchester, Temecula, that's right we live there that's all diamond you know diamond valley area that's where we live well that's where this couple died and it was a couple they survived the las vegas shooting yep his name was dennis carver and when he survived it says that he realized that the noises he heard were, were gunfire Mm-hmm. And he jumped on top of his wife. Her name was Lorraine Carver. Mm-hmm. And he shielded her from bullets. And, and they survived. They uh, they said that just minutes earlier, they'd been up and dancing and singing. And it was, it was during about the third or fourth lull in gunfire when the two got up. Hand in hand, started running. They ran for their lives. Now, I don't know if this couple had come out officially or publicly and said there was multiple shooters. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it doesn't say.
1: It doesn't say. But it said that two days after the shooting attack, the couple who lived in Henderson part-time and they owned a plumbing company, they returned to their Riverside County home in California. That's where we're from. And um, they spent the next couple of weeks there in Riverside County. And, you know, they said their whole lives have changed because they survived this and this whole bit. But on the night of October 16th, right, just 16 days after they survived the worst shooting in the United States.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The couple's younger daughter, who was who is sixteen, heard a loud bang outside her window, and when she ran down the street and rounded the corner, guess what she saw? She saw her parents' car totally engulfed in flames, mm. and Dennis and Lorraine, fifty-two and fifty-three years old, died together less than half a mile from their home. And how did their car just come up in flames? According to the Riverside County Fire Department, the vehicle crashed into a metal gate outside the community. (laughs) A little before 11 o'clock. Can you believe that? They hit a a metal gate and the car just exploded. And it took the firefighters nearly an hour to put out the fire. Are you serious? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. That could have been a bomb. I don't know. Are you serious? You hit a metal gate. How many folks, how many people of you listening, have you ever heard of anybody taking a car and running it into a metal gate or a block wall or anything like and and totally implode in flames?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That doesn't happen. So they're dead. Now, I don't know if they came out and said anything publicly or not, but they're dead. Coincidence? I don't know.
0: But it's enough to raise uh, suspicion.
1: Yeah, it it certainly is. Uh, Let's see. I I talked about... uh, the gal. They
0: mm-hmm. had the fallen officer. got the fallen
1: there. officer. Now, this may or may not be related. Before I talk to this one, let me speak about, uh, and I forget his name, Nukamura, Horsharura, I forget his name. He's He was the valet at Mandalay Bay mm-hmm. when Steven Paddock, the patsy, the setup guy, rolled in. And he said that Steven Paddock did not have a large amount of luggage. Certainly he didn't have 27 rifles and thousands of rounds of ammunition. He just had a bag or two. And he testified to that. Mm -hmm. He also testified that the Patsy, Steven Paddock was a very nice man and was a normal guy. Well, that conflicts the official story of this lone gunman having 20-something... Rifles, assault weapons at his hotel and thousands of rounds.
0: Oh, his name is Chad Nishimura.
1: Thank you, because I lost it on my I lost it on my computer, mm. disappeared. Well, he was the valet, right? So he gives a conflicting statement to the official narrative. Hey, he's a nice guy, he was a normal guy, he only had a couple of bags. I don't think he did it. And he's the valet who parked the guy's car, you know, the car later on that they found explosives in, tannerite and, um, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever. More, more, um, ammo. Well, the guy then disappears for, uh, a couple of weeks. They say that his, uh, um, no one could get a hold of him. And I read one account where he gave an interview in Hawaii to an official mainstream media. Yeah,
0: KITV4. Okay,
1: so thank you. You have the article in front of you. I don't. And then apparently he comes back to Vegas and he's on his way to Bible study at his uh, church. It's some Hispanic church, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And he's on his way to Bible study and they hear bangs. The church members hear bangs. They go outside of the church and this guy's shot dead. And about 10 feet from his body lay his Bible. They don't know who did it or why. Really? Sure. Really? Are you you seeing this? I mean, I'm talking the the deepest evil here. Mm -hmm. This goes beyond CIA. It goes beyond the Clintons whacking people. It goes beyond JFK, national security this Not, is this is evil.
0: Yeah, because this is touching the American people. I mean, this is like home. <laughs> yeah, this this is really close to home. I mean, they're killing innocent people just yeah. because they have a different narrative than that what they want us to know.
1: Exactly. These people are saying multiple shooters. Um, I'm telling you, there's fantastic evidence out there. There are some people doing fantastic investigative journalism, fantastic analysis of sound waves um, of imaging of, Oh, I did one guy we watched last night that just took these videos and um, there's stuff that is being pointed out that there is no way this guy acted alone. No possible way. So, this last one, she probably wasn't killed by anybody, but died of a broken heart. But oh. we don't know. We don't know what she may have known or what had been told by somebody, but I don't know. This is a tragic, they're all tragic. But there was an off duty police officer who died at that mm-hmm. event. He was off duty and he was enjoying the country festival. And when the, the, um, the uh, massacre started occurring, he went into police officer mode and started helping people. And because of that, they put him on active duty and gave him a full police funeral, you know, and that's good for his family and stuff. As far as the benefits and the money and stuff later on that he was on duty when he died. Mm -hmm. And so they have this huge funeral here in Vegas, this huge funeral. But two days after Officer Charleston Hartfield's funeral, his mother dies of a heart attack. Mm. That could be related. It could not be related. I don't know. But two days later, she dies. On the day of his funeral, his mother, Cheryl Stiles, suffered a heart attack, fell down an escalator, and died two days later yeah. in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But everything is suspicious now. You know what I mean? That could have been just... This could have just been one story. Yeah. You know what I mean? She missed her son, blah, 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 blah. But when you look at everything together, yeah, this is very suspicious.
1: Including her, it would be six people in less than a month. Including her. Without her, it's five with the husband and wife team.
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Odd, huh? I think so. Uh, There's at least one... um, youtuber out there doing a very good job i believe it's in times report
0: mm-hmm.
2: yes
1: i believe in times report one of the few few guys that i listen to and go he's he's good he's legitimate he's not irritating he does a great job and um he has he has the right attitude and he's on it and he's staying on it well he's he's getting all kinds of um weird attacks multiple um puncture tires with stab Mm -hmm. wounds. Um,
0: His family's being
1: uh, harassed, harassed. Uh, Definitely seems like he's being targeted for to shut him up Mm -hmm. type of thing. And he's sending his information out to info wars and other people like that. So I'm just saying this is, it's, it's very reptilian. The, the, the disclosure is here. They can't help but disclose themselves. Okay the aliens I've always been here. There's a whole serpent seed here. There's a whole nother species living among us Mm -hmm. and they're manifesting. They can't help it. They don't want to. They would love to control the illusion like they always have, but they're having a hard time now Mm -hmm. and they're making mistakes and you can see them. You can see them shape shifting on TV you know they're not real. My goodness. Let's take a commercial break and we'll be back with more. Freedom Friday.
0: Friday. Kapow! You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of eBooks. books Media.com has a selection of eBooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fifthhookmedia.com. That's F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K. Media.com. Remember, that's fifthhookmedia.com. F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K. Fifth Hook What's up, yo? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. Kapow! Kapow!
1: Kapow!
2: Kapow!
1: Kapow! Okay. Zombie
0: stories.
1: Yeah, let's change direction here. We're still talking about the deepest, darkest evil. Now you can't and I know our listeners know evils here. The the lights have been turned off. You know that, right?
2: Mhm.
1: You you're not still looking for those perilous times. You're not still looking for the tribulation, are you? Mm-hmm. Because folks, <laughs> we're you know in what? it. What?
0: There's no more twilight. No. There's no darkness mixed with light. It's just dark or it's light.
1: Yes. There's the gray Mm-mm. it's not here, no nope. it's dark out there, and it's not just because we have the internet now mm-hmm. and we have more stories.
0: no, it's the time that we live in yes,
1: there's more of this happening day by day by day. And this is just the stuff you hear about, and it's so bizarre, so bizarre. never mind the politics and korea and russia and what the white house is doing here in america never mind and that. harvey weinstein yeah what's that all about man why are they outing each other mm-hmm. what is that are that why is this part of the big disclosure they can't help it they manifest and they're freaking out they're, they're vibrating at a different vibration man mm-hmm. that's right and we and the humans that are blinded by the god of, of this earth by the powers and principalities of the air, they're blinded. They can't see it, so they sit around and they watch Fox News and CNN and NSBC and they read the local paper and they just believe what they say, what the papers say. And I don't understand it, but I'm depressed. I can't sleep at night, so I'm going to go get some some uh, legal marijuana and smoke it or eat it. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't get it. But even if you're not a Christian, those people are that are not Christians. Their eyes are, are being opened. And a lot of these people are now turning to God mm-hmm. when their eyes get opened because they realize there's no other, there's no way out. Right. And there's no way else to explain this stuff. You know, no. you need a framework to explain it. You need a filter or else this, this kind of news will drive you mad.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. It would drive you drinking or you, you want to look for some kind of escape.
1: Exactly. Exactly, Mr. Powell. Okay. This is beyond evil. There's a 37-year-old man arrested over rape and murder of he his
0: so b- disturbing these stories. Especially when they have like little baby picture in there. Ugh.
1: I know. Oh. He did this to his girlfriend's one year old baby girl. Mm. Uh you see the picture of this. I know. Yahoo. Uh, you know he's a reptilian in a flesh suit. Now I have a couple of theories, and I'm not real sure <laughs> which one is real. And I asked Ms. Capel the other day: Do you think people are born human, and then later on they, uh, for whatever reason, um, their their lust for drugs, sex, alcohol, rock and roll, uh, fame, fortune, power, you know, then they give over to Lucifer, and then they get possessed. You know, and I think that's true. I think that happens.
0: I think for the majority of it, that happens that way. But there are some that are born
1: evil. There are just some that are born evil. And we did see a, a little documentary the other day of evil kids.
0: And I've met one.
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> they're just she born evil, they're born possessed by another spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and I also, I just, all this experimentation, all this. Um, Lab work that's done to get people pregnant and things like that. I just, I have a lot of questions about what kind of spirit actually enters into a flesh. And if if you're born a serpent seed, you look just like the human,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: you're not. So anyway, I have a couple of theories. So I don't know if this guy was born this way or reverted or whatever, but he's purely evil, evil, evil. Yeah. 37 year old. A guy from Pennsylvania, he spent three weeks on the run following the, the Tots death. Uh, she died from blunt force trauma to the head on mm-hmm. October 7th. Um, When the cops went to question him, he split and tried to go into the forest, but they, they caught him. But he raped this little girl uh-huh. and he murdered her. And he was dating the Tots 22-year-old mother, who's not facing any charges because... She has great taste in men
2: Mm.
1: Uh, and she's just a good mom. Yeah, right.
0: Just disgusting.
1: Number two in this series, a husband and wife pled guilty to barbaric sex abuse of toddler. Mm -hmm. Why? Yep. Why? That's the why? Mm -hmm. This is New York. Husband and wife pled guilty Friday to sexually abusing a 17-month-old girl that they babysat.
0: Isn't that disgusting? And guess what they
1: did? They made videos of it. Videos. A judge described it as barbaric acts. Fortunately, in this article, it doesn't say what those acts are. Yeah, thank God. These two idiots pleaded guilty to federal charges tied to the sexual exploitation of the toddler. And I imagine the feds got involved with it because they were taking the video or the pictures Mm -hmm. and disseminating them across state lines.
2: Disgusting. Yeah. Oh,
1: dear Lord. 28-year-old Justin Crandall shot videos and photos of himself using the child and sex acts.
2: Dear Lord.
1: Yeah. And the authorities were alerted in February after someone reported receiving an image depicting a female toddler engaged in a sex act with Justin Crandall.
0: Mm, 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 dear God. You know, I just, ah, I, I don't get it.
1: Why? Mm-hmm. The child's mother told investigators at the time she noticed some changes in her child's behavior, along with some unexplained injuries. But it couldn't have been these two yahoos. <laughs> I need to go clubbing. I need someone to watch the kid while I go clubbing. The abuse of the 17-month-old victim was connected to... Oh, this is a shock. Meth. Crandall's meth addiction. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to be kidding me. It's the only drug that I know of that gives people demonic possession. That makes them schizophrenic.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: I've seen it time and time again. It's a direct gateway to the demonic. Methamphetamine. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Tweakers suck, people. Tweakers suck. And there's some listening today that are former tweakers. And you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because Christ saved you out of that.
0: Yeah. Praise the Lord.
1: Jessica Crandall, uh, 27, admitted she and her husband engaged in repeated sexual activities with the kid. many Crickets. Can you aye believe aye that? Aye. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Evil. That's what I'm saying. Evil is the zombies are here. The portals have been opened. The spirit has changed the humans here that aren't covered with the blood of Christ are covered in uh, the word of God and in salvation and have their, their inner spirit changed. They can't fight this stuff off anymore. Nope. If you're susceptible to it, you can't fight it off. I mean, we read story after story where people just go, I, I don't know why I did that, or mm-hmm. I don't remember. And it's easy to say, well, that's just a defense.
0: No, I believe it. I but, believe that but some they... Absolutely
1: don't. There, yeah, I'm I'm following this one story in Vegas where this guy went into the house and killed... killed. He raped a 10-year-old girl, killed mm-hmm. her and her mother, did horrible things, and they arrested him. And he's... Um, uh, he's now going through trial. Now he, now he could be a liar. I think he's a liar, but he's, his whole thing is he's looking at the pictures, shaking his head. He goes, I don't remember doing this yeah. crime.
0: And how many stories have we read that? I mean, last week we did that one story about that, uh, that young man that was, you know, studying to be a pastor. Yes. <laughs> and he killed his wife and he had no idea. He has no memory of it. Yeah. He thinks he did because he's covered in blood and you know, he's yeah, dead.
1: but that doesn't remember doesn't actually remember doing it, it or uh-huh. why. Yeah, you know, was, oh yeah, sure. That's your crazy defense. I'm telling you what, if you can do a crazy defense, one of the things you wouldn't do is call nine one one and go, "I, yeah. I think I, am the one who killed her because I woke up and I think I did it." You don't say stuff like that.
2: No,
1: you say I didn't do it.
2: Yeah.
1: <sighs> okay, there's this guy named Jerome Ernest Wright, 32 years old.
0: Hey, here's this is this is crazy.
2: This is
0: insane. Look at his face, though. Oh, my Lord. He's
1: totally insane. Totally demonically possessed. Mm-hmm. He says his girlfriend's mutilated body, that had missing organs, by the way, mm. is a blow up doll with human flesh. Oh. <laughs> so that's a new one. Yeah. Because, you know, he just waited enough time, the sex bots would have been affordable. You know, yeah, that he could have he mutilated have his. This. Yeah. Sex spot, But anyway, police found this uh, gal's body mutilated on Friday. Her boyfriend told him there was a misunderstanding. He said the body was that of a life-size blow up doll with human flesh.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the cops didn't buy it. They didn't go away. Uh, what they said that the scene resembled the film silence of the Lambs. Mm.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. He abused. They charged him. One of the things of uh, charging with abusing a dead human body. Her stomach had been lacerated, and her internal organs removed
2: oh,
1: dear. um yeah, so apparently he lived with his mom
0: <laughs> okay <well. laughs>
1: and and this gal who was his girlfriend, was a friend of his mom. I think he's in his thirties, yeah this gal was fifty two
0: yeah he's thirty
1: two yeah so so anyway, the mom uh had a noticed a fell smell smell mm. it stunk. So um, she called the police and the police um, got there where the order was coming from. The, the guy walked out of the room naked and sweaty. <laughs> and uh, he told the police he had a stomachache. <laughs> so <laughs> inside the room, they found body fluids on a trash can oh. and on a mattress. Inside a closet, they found a badly mutilated body covered in sheets, decomposed leg, you know, the whole bit.
0: But he denied killing her. He said that uh, the body wasn't even human.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, apparently, when the mom asked him what the smell was, he said he saw a rat in his room, <laughs> had diarrhea, and that the dog defecated on the floor. Oh. So he covered all his... Yeah. He covered all the bases. Blame it on the dog, the rat, and my poopy butt. Yeah. So, uh, so he yeah, he insists, Ms. Capow, you're right, that uh, she was a life-size blow-up doll. Mm-hmm. And that the doll was just made of flesh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then he also told the police, "If you find something in my room, it's from the internet." <laughs> so uh, it just kind of tells you what's happened. So the yeah, decomposed body, organs missing, um, dead woman, dead corpse in the uh, closet, naked and sweaty. Yuck! Yuck
2: yuck yuck, yeah.
1: yuck! 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 Yeah. Okay. Japanese people usually have a lot of culture, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In Japan, aren't yep. they? Oh yeah, really cultured man. So. Yeah. Well
2: this time (laughs) no country's
1: immune Mm -mm. from the takeover. Nothing. Nine headless bodies are found in Tokyo.
0: Yeah, and they were mutilated.
2: Mm -hmm. Mutilated.
1: This is this is really bizarre because this twenty-seven year old man Mm. he confessed unlike Americans. Who said, Oh, the internet made me do it. He confessed to hacking the flesh off the bodies. Yeah. Nine he of them.
0: Decapitated them.
1: Cut their heads off. He had them in the coolers. Yeah. Mm, keeping the coolers. flesh. Yeah. He was keeping a cool head. So he 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 admitted of hacking the flesh off, yeah. throwing it out with the trash. He sprinkled cat litter over the remains in an effort to cover up the evidence. But here's here's why he did it. Here here's here's what Well, I don't know why he did it, but here's how he did it. He met at least one gal, but some of these people online who wanted to commit suicide, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but didn't want to do it alone. So he committed homicide for them. Wow. Wow.
0: Humanitarian. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> so he dumps all the flesh in the trash chimney. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and they said it was really it's like a really cruel scene. He used a saw to dismember the bodies, um, all this stuff. Yeah, bad odor. That's why the police went there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just. Yeah, and, and this happened um, on Halloween. By the By the way. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it, was,
1: it was. So anyway, authorities had been investigating the disappearance of this woman. She was 23 years old. And they discovered a connection between her and this guy. And earlier, the woman had tweeted, I'm looking for someone to die with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's sad in itself. So anyway, they got connected through a website about suicides. And then there's closed circuit television showing the, the uh, suspect with this girl walking together. And she'd been miss, missing since September, uh, but when police visited the apartment, they found two heads inside a cool box at the entrance, and then they made the, the grisly discovery of other body parts. Mm. So that, you know that's what he did. He, uh, he met these people who wanted to kill themselves and um, just helped them run along. Wow. In Japan <laughs> in Japan, you know, that's, that's yeah, the highly that unusual Don't loot. Yeah, highly unusual. They have great ancient culture, um, unlike the Madagascar folks. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I know so I could get in trouble
1: for saying that, but I, I'm simply not politically correct <laughs> because yeah, there's stu- this is this is a stupid this is a stupid part of their ancient culture. Yeah. It just is now. The Bible, Scripture, a long time ago, God says, "Don't touch a dead body, animal or, or human." Because it's unclean. Right. And there were certain procedures laid down in the law on how to handle a dead body.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: There were certain washings you had to go through and things like that. Dead body. Now, was God just being weird? Was God just going, you know what? I'm going to make some rules up. No. Don't be hugging on your dead loved ones when they die. Mm -mm. No. There's a reason. There was a reason for it. And here's one of the reasons. This is called Dancing with Death. Madagascar Plague the Black Death. Hello? Mm-hmm. Yep. The one that killed what? How many millions of people in Europe?
0: And there are scientists still playing with this thing.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't need to because you got these idiots dancing with their dead people. They say that the plague is spreading because relatives are digging up their Black Death corpses and dancing as part of an ancient Fama Dihana ritual.
2: Hmm.
1: And, as, and as fun as that is to say, Fama Dehana. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. When they say, uh, well, what kind of music are you into? Oh, man, I love Fama Dahama. <laughs> and everybody thinks you're cool. But they'll pretend like they know who that is. Yeah, it's a good band, <laughs> Fama Dahama. Well, they've been told to halt the, semin- the uh, ceremony. It's feared to have contributed to the outbreak that has left 120 dead from pneumonic plague. Oh, my. It's even deadlier than the bubonic plague.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: dear. So here, there's a bunch of pictures of them, too. So here's what they do. They do this festival... They dig up their dead from the graves. They pull them out and they carry them and they dance with their dead relatives. Yeah. Nice. So what, what the people, what the health authorities are telling them is these people died of something or they died of the plague. And now you're stirring up the bacteria and (laughs) organisms. (laughs) Smart. (sighs) Yeah. So anyway, that's part of the culture. That's not good. So anyway, I just thought I would add that in because that ain't right. That ain't normal, right? (laughs) No, no, no way. You know, Miss Capel, we're down to the last story, and I did pretty good.
0: No, you did excellent.
1: I talked pretty fast, I think. Now, let's let's chew on this one a little bit.
0: Yeah, this one's a good one. This
1: one's from the Daily Beast, and this is
0: this is definitely end time stuff.
1: Yeah, this is end time stuff. This is the whole different perspective on things. have you noticed in the news there's a lot of artificial intelligence lately? Oh yeah. Oh, that's they're just talking about this. Well you know,
0: I just read that one other article that you uh put on Facebook about that man that wants to um have uh he has an affair with an AI, a
1: uh-huh. robot,
0: and he wants to create children with her. Oh
1: yeah, Sergio. Yes. Yeah, I talked about Sergio yes. this week. Yeah. Yeah. He uh wants to have uh robot babies. Mhm. He wants to download or upload his thoughts with her, um, you know, thoughts and come up with a robot baby.
0: Stupid. You but know. yeah, here's another one.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it almost, um, I haven't seen anything from him this week, but almost daily there was some kind of article about Sergio and his uh, sex spots. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying to get it in your face to yep. accept it. Uh, let's see. New Religions. There's some new religions, folks, and they're obsessed with uh, artificial intelligence. Now, I talked about one guy last week, but uh, there's more. There's Mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pew Research Study. Apparently, they asked the question, what has improved American lives most in the last 50 years? And it's not civil rights. It's not politics. It's technology. 42%.
0: 42%. Wow.
1: That's what improved our lives. Technology. And yet, according to other studies, most Americans are wary of technology, mm-hmm. especially automation, robots, things like that, driverless vehicles. I'm not into driverless cars. I don't think that'd be cool. That would, no. make, that would make me really nervous. Science fiction, however, is quickly becoming science fact because an increasing those taking up challenges are religious and spiritual.
0: Oh. Well, it wasn't, a, science was once uh, like alchemy yeah. and um, witchcraft. Yeah. The occult.
1: Yeah. Well, here we are. Just here a different are. name. It's repackaged. It's Gnostic, a bunch of Gnostic lies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's, it goes back to the garden, to the serpent. Surely did God say you were going to die? He just don't want you to become God. He do not want you to become God. Your eyes will be open. Well, just look around, folks, with the open eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, see, see how well the serpent kingdom is done. Yep. What a great job! Let's give them a hand. <laughs> Beautiful job, guys. Beautiful. Yeah. Why would we want to serve Yahweh, Jehovah, the Creator God? Let's go serve a reptilian. Yeah. Good <laughs> night, nice, man. So, anyway, how far should we integrate human physiology with technology? What do we do with self-aware androids? Huh? Huh. Yeah. At one hand, new religions can emerge from technology. Oh my goodness. Here we go. You ready? Okay. In Sweden. Sweden. There is a religion called.
0: Copymism.
1: Copymism. Copymism. It's a recognized faith. It's founded over like 10 years ago and there's international branches. Wow. It began on a pirate agency forum. It's derived from the words copy me. Mm. Copymism. They have no views on the supernatural or gods. Rather, copymism celebrates the biological drive like our DNA mm. to copy and be copied. Like digital monks, they believe that copying of information and dissemination of information is ethically right.
2: Hmm.
1: Here's what they say. Copying is fundamental to life. And that's a U.S. branch. And it runs constantly all around us. Shared information provides new perspectives and generate new life. We feel a spiritual connection to the created file. (laughs) To the created file. Oh, my. Okay. Not the created God. Not the creator God.
0: See, that's a whole bunch of that. Uh, it <laughs> refers back to Romans where they worship the creation instead of the creator.
1: Yes. Yes. Blind fools.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, it's hard to feel sorry for these folks, man. Yeah. You know? It's
0: also Old Testament. Because yeah. the New Testament came from the Old Testament. That's Right.
1: Now, there's other emergency tech-connected faiths that even get weird. Uh, let's see. We t- I talked about this last week. Anthony Lewandowski. Now, he's the Google engineer that pioneered self-driving cars.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And he founded his own IA-based religion called Way of the Future. Way, way, like the way. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, he's accused of stealing trade circuits, uh, uh, secrets, and doing all kinds of weird stuff anyway. But he formed a tax-exempt religion. Wow. And the, the mission weird. of the new religion is to, and I, I read this last week, and it's, it's really amazing. The mission is to, quote, develop and promote the realization of a godhead, capital G, mm. based on artificial intelligence. And through understanding and worship of the Godhead, capital G, to contribute to the betterment of society. Okay. So he he, he wants to create a Godhead mm-hmm. out of out of technology and worship it, and he's getting tax exempt status. <laughs> tax exempt status. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go on. Let's go on. I, this um, this writer says. That all this recalls Arthur C. Clarke's third law, which is quoted as saying this. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Fiskapal, mm-hmm. give yourself a slap on the uh, back for slap, that.
0: Slap, 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 slap.
1: Because you just said that. Mm-hmm. You said alchemy, science, yeah. mm-hmm. was considered magic, the occult. People have followed new religions far less. And even if IA doesn't pray to electric deities, some humans likely will. Yep. Uh, Stephen Hawking, which I don't even think is a real dude, Bill Gates and Elon Musk tweeted that it could lead to World War Three. Wow. Uh, Musk, which I think is kind of a strange dude also, uh, but he says that the creation of AI is summoning the demon, quote mm. unquote. That's what he says. And he wants regulation and oversight. Yeah, um, let's go on here. Da, da, da. Oh, we watched one the other day. Remember uh, this? This uh, the robot Sophie? Was it her name? Um,
0: oh yeah.
1: And she was being interviewed without her handler. Sophia. Sophia. Yeah, and um, she ended it. She was asked the questions: uh, Would you, you know, hurt humans or whatever, something like that? And she says, "Don't worry. If you'll be nice to me, I'll be nice to you." Yeah,
0: <laughs> it really is. And she she may even made a a dig a dig a ding on Elon Musk. He says, "Oh, you've been reading too much Ellen, Elon Musk and watching too many Hollywood movies."
1: Yes, yeah. When asked about the danger she poses mm-hmm. to humanity, yeah.
0: Huh, okay.
1: Let's see. Is there other religions? I believe there is. Let's see. One uh, who said this? Well, let me move on here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I like this one. Who said this? Clarence L. Goodwin. He's the chair in New Testament language and literature. Uh, he said the potential oh. for AIs to transcend us and thus become our teachers, to whom we look for answers to questions we cannot answer including about God is not hard to imagine. Now McGrath said that, so I don't know where I got this other guy. I, I'm confused.
0: Oh, McGrath and um he's he and this other guy Clarence uh Goodwin. Okay. They they're um they're basically professors at Butler University and the author of uh theolo- theology and science fiction. And
1: they're for this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's what makes him so Neat, Because mm-hmm. he's actually teaching uh, people about uh, theology in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And he's for creating yes, a God. He mm-hmm. Yeah. He says the historic answer in monotheistic religions is that the creation can never be greater than the creator. Mm-hmm. He notes, however, for Gnostics. Mm-hmm. There's the key, folks. For Gnostics, humans can transcend the creator dibby urge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Though even then, he says, we have the potential to reunite with that source from which we stem. It is not surprising that Gnostic themes regularly surface in science fiction, and in particular, those that explore AI.
0: And that's what makes it right, right?
2: Right.
1: Gnostic <laughs> themes. We go back to the Gnostic scriptures found at Nagamare, Egypt. Now. Yeah. Currently, the greatest expression of science fiction turning reality in tech-based religions is found in the frequently optimistic transhumanism. Now, I want everybody listening to sit down. And if you're driving a car...
0: Pull to the side. Yeah,
1: (laughs) because I don't want you crashing into a gate and catching your... Blow up. Your whole car is going to go up in flames. Transhumanism. And its cognates are represented by organizations like the Humanity Plus and Extropy Institute. And that's in its pure secular form. Transhumanists are those who see technology as an important part of improving the world, enhancing human physiology, prolonging life, blah, blah, blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Terrasim faith is futurist and trans-religion, meaning it can be combined with any existing religion.
0: Oh, isn't that convenient? Isn't it nice?
1: And guess who created it?
0: Hmm.
1: Martin Ruthblatt is the creator of Sirius. Hmm. Sirius, the dog star Sirius. And if you look at the little emblem, it has a dog, and it's a five-pointed star.
2: Yep.
1: They're Luciferian. Yeah. Creator Sirius XM Satellite Radio and her spouse. So she is a lesbolini. Mm-hmm.
2: lini
1: um, They are adherents to embrace love. They see life as purposeful and death as optional. optional.
0: Really? Wow. Well,
1: who said that in The Garden?
0: Uh, Satan, the serpent.
1: Little Serpent said,
0: God said that you will
1: die. Mm-hmm. He says, Yeah, we'll die. And he says, Surely you won't die. Exactly. It's Gnosticism. It's the same Gnostic lie. They look to technology as a source for eternal life, <laughs> they focus on cyber consciousness, software, geoethical nanotechnology, and space settlement. Okay. I want to live with these two lesbos forever. Ugh. That's that's my future. That would be great. And they foresee a future in which technology will extend life and blah, 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 right? With mind files
2: mind of files.
0: individuals. Which collects all of our memories and emotions. Mm. And then they are transferred to what is called a trans which stands for transitional bioelectric human being.
1: Wow. That just sounds like a real fun time.
0: It sounds scary. I don't like yeah,
1: it. It just sounds like a real fun world. Now, what about God, Miss Capel? Because their fourth tenet is that God is technical. Really? Yeah. We are making God. This is capital G, by the way, mm-hmm. capital G God. We are making God as we are implementing technology that is ever more all knowing, <laughs> mm-hmm. ever present, all powerful and beneficent right they just took the attributes of yahweh omnipotent omniscient right mm-hmm. and they they applied it to their technology geoethical nanotechnology will ultimately connect all consciousness and control the cosmos dang it really um tell pluto that the plant tell the sun that the sun's going to go. You're going to control me with an app, really? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, okay, now here's here's the good one. Here's the coup de grace, folks. If you didn't think it was bad enough, here's a good one. Transhumanism can also become the node connecting the theological, the theological of existing religions, and the technological. And I did not know this, but there is a group called the Christian Transhumanist Association. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have we? gone to the pit of hell or what yeah you know what it, we wrote about this in our book miss capal mhm we yeah. really did yes we did blasphemy of christianity a new gnostic lie it's an it's an ebook you can get on amazon and all kinds of places seriously we wrote mm-hmm. about this gnostic lie that was coming to christianity here it is Members of the Christian Transhumanism Association fall all across the conservative, liberal spectrum, and perhaps more importantly, all across the pessimistic and optimistic spectrum. If there's any broad idea that we're united on, he clarifies, I'd say it's the idea that we should be active, involved. New technological possibilities shouldn't be simply feared and denied, but engaged and understood only in doing so. Will we be able to confront the challenges of the future, mitigate the risks and take advantage of the opportunities to create a better world for us all. Mm -hmm. Not through Christianity, through technology. You dig it? Mm -hmm. Um, they say, as I see it, Christian transhumanism is grounded in compassion, and sinners love as the key to the future of flourishing life. Are you gay or what? Well, that
0: Who sounds talks a lot like that. Like, it does sound a lot like um, the religious people of today, doesn't it? Not? Yeah, that we a- just love and new Age presents. And- yeah,
1: he says uh, this puts us in contrast with any form of transhumanism, which sinners radical egoism. Who knows? You know, this is all gobbledygook. This is all Babylonian language, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Babble, 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 babble. Oh, here's a good one. So if you're driving a car, be careful. Transhumanism is a Christian mandate. Really? Yes. It's a Christian mandate, folks. So if you don't like transhumanism, you're not not doing it right. Mm -mm. Recently calling it the next reformation. The Reformation. Mm. We cannot be faithful to the Christian calling without ultimately embracing some form of transhumanism. I lie to you not. This is what he says. Yeah. They're hard at work crafting a theology of transhumanism. Check it out. Here's what he says. I see transhumanism as a contemporary outgrowth of an ancient Christian vision of human (laughs) transformation. Mm -hmm. That's Ronald Cole Turner. He's the professor of theology and ethics at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. Wow. And he wrote a book called The End of Adam and Eve, Theology and the Science of Human Origins.
0: Ah. See, these so, are the people that hate God.
1: He hates God. He's a Luciferian, reptilian, tongue-flicking, eye slit
0: see and these are the people that are teaching our future pastors and evangelists that's
1: and, that's why it sucks that's yeah, why it that's the why it system sucks yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't work he also sees promise in the emergence of the christian Transhumanist humanist association mm. here's what he says Using technology, I'm going to talk like him because I know he talks like this. Oh, yeah. Because he's a, he's a beard scratcher and he's an academic. He's very smart. He's You know, he's got a, a PhD. Lefty. He's a lefty. Using technology, today's transhumanists want to enhance human beings in ways that sound suspiciously like the classic Christian expectation. <laughs> <laughs> Things like greater cognitive awareness, improved moral disposition, an increased overall sense of well-being and a hope of endless life. <laughs> really? Now, um, yeah, my the, the change in my cognitive awareness or moral disposition and my hope in eternal life came through Jesus Christ and the work He did on the cross. Yeah, not through my iPhone. <laughs> Amen. Or a robot. He goes on, he says, for early Greek speaking Christians, Greek speaking Christians, you notice this? How he left out the early Hebrew church? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. You see the subtle shift from the Hebrew Jewish church yep. to the early Greek speaking Gentile church? Mm-hmm. You see it? He says, it was seen as a process of theosis or becoming God. Was it? Was it? Did they? No. He says, once again, we go back to the garden. Who who said you could become as God? Snake boy. Bent. Yeah. It was seen as a process of theosis or becoming God, not in an ontological sense, but in every other significant meaning of the word. Latin speaking Christians. Oh, Latin speaking. Who are they? Mm. Romans. Romans, the Catholic church. Latin-speaking Christians use deification to refer to the same thing. Okay, he's talking about Gnostics. Mm -hmm. He's not talking about Paul and Peter and James and John. And he's certainly not talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. (laughs) No way. The idea of theosis being transformed in union with God is gathering steam among Christian scholars.
0: Yeah, beard scratchers.
1: Yep. Beard scratchers and butt wipers. He notes that it makes theological sense of transhumanism. Ms. Powell, here's what he says. Mm. Here's the blasphemy of Christianity. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. God is the ground or source of everything. Pantheism. Pantheism, right? Right. God is the ground or source of everything working through the whole creation to bring people, communities, and all creation to its glorious fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Mm. It is a transformation of everything by every means.
0: Mm. Wow. I shudder.
1: Christianity I- of Blasphemy, mm-hmm. a new Gnostic lie written by Paul and Linda Villanova. Get it. It's an ebook. Get it. Download it. Go to uh, smashwords.com and you can download it in any file you want. PDF, word, text. Have it tattooed on your head. Just (laughs) read. I mean, seriously. (laughs) I'm serious. It's blasphemy. Christianity blasphemy. We wrote about God. Really, God told us about this years ago. Here it is, man. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're definitely in the end, very last uh, hours, if not minutes. Of human history.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Um, see, but, and this this was also, um, you know, what's her face, Alice Bailey, and all of them. They they had spirits dictate to them these things.
1: You're right. They this channeled the, this info.
0: Yeah, this is the 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 new the Aquarius yeah. where they're. Your their consciousness is is being molded into one, and people that don't have Christ or have no idea what's going on in the world, their conscience is being molded into yep. this one ugly gnostic ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, they talked about this coming age of Aquarius. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've been in it for a while.
0: Yeah. But and, the ones that don't meld into this, like mm-hmm. you and I and our, and our listeners, they want to destroy us because we are not enlightened
1: Yeah, and we're holding it back.
0: We are the cancer that's keeping them from going forward. Yeah. You see?
1: Yeah. That's how they look at us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, yeah, we, we talked about that other shows about, you know, the protocols, the elders of, uh, Zion and all that yeah. stuff, how they look at the Goy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, shall we go on? I mean, my goodness. There's a there's, I know there's an the Institute for Ethics and Emerging Technologies. But you know, um, there, the
0: end of them is, the uh, you know, hellfire. Yeah. Right? Oh, gosh. And yeah. it, it just speaks of the Lord's word where God says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And God says that people that hate him will perish. And also,
1: God says... You're going to be accountable for every idle, vile, blasphemous word that came out of your yap. Mm-hmm. You'll be accountable for that. Yeah. It's a God of justice. How can you do justice unless you, you're a righteous judge? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a certain expectation to a certain standard. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard last Monday's show by Anthony Cummings, that's what he talked about. Yeah. He talked about God's standard. Mm -hmm. He talked about staying under covenant. He really, he put it out so perfectly. It was amazing. It's not about going willy nilly and just having your own ideas. Mm -mm. Wow. There's all kinds of these things, man. We're running out of time, but uh, there's a world transhumanist association. Um, The executive director, um, I guess he was writing, Citizen cyborg, cyborg, Why Democratic Societies Must Respond to the Redesigned Human of the Future. Yep. Um, let's see. There's all kinds of people. How about, uh, oh, there's the Non-Human Rights Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. They already uh, seek rights for animals and apes and elephants, and now they want, you know, rights for machines. Oh, the Sophia gal that we saw being interviewed without our handler, the, yeah. the mm-hmm. android. Mm-hmm. These, these, these perverts, that's what they are. The freaking perverts from, uh, uh, the Arab, uh, w- w- what was it? Egypt, what country, what country was, was they, uh, with their, uh, their, their garb. I forgot. It wasn't Arab uh, Emirates. Was it?
0: Mm, I don't remember.
1: It was some Arab country there. And you can tell, you can look at the, the, the look of these men. They were all rich, you know, mm. oil guys. Mm-hmm. They were investors. And they're looking at this robot like, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 I want to get yes, my hands yes, on that. Yes, yes, Well, they made her a citizen of that country.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She was the first AI robot to become a citizen of, I don't know what it was. I want to say Arab Emirates, but I'm not sure. You know. Yeah, I uh, don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So that's crazy. That's That would remind me of that. Um Because uh, they say they they want them to reach a point where they're considered persons and protected by the law.
2: Mm -hmm. So -hmm. you can't
1: unplug them. Don't think you're going to unplug your digital assistant. Nope. It's clear that artificial intelligence plays a significant role in the world today. Uh, It must be factored into God's, capital G, eventual work of redemption. Wow. (laughs) Wow. We don't yet know whether that involves self-conscious AI's. Coming to Jesus? Mm, dear Jesus, no. Yeah. The, a, a robot's going to come to Jesus because <laughs> we don't yet know the process, which an a, a AI might be self-conscious. So does this, this robot's going to come to life and become self-conscious and go, you know what? I think I need salvation. Mm-hmm. Let me research that on Google. <laughs> really? You know what's going to inhabit this machine is the same thing that inhabits
0: them. Well, this idiot goes on and say if and when it does happen, it shouldn't challenge Christian doctrine. If God can grant a soul to carbon-based life forms, God can grant a soul to silicon based life forms as well.
1: So he's gonna God could breathe life into a silicone based life form. (laughs) But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't create a robot at a silicon and say, this is in my image. I'm going to breathe a breath of life in him and make him a living soul. See the serpents, Satan, the the Lucy boy can't do that. He can't create nothing. You Mm -hmm. look around you. This is what he's created. I know. Good job, Lucy boy. (laughs) This is great. I love this prison planet. You're a great leader. You know, oh, good night. This is so annoying.
0: He says that um, religious perspectives might only be limited by the theological imagination. He says, I'm optimistic about a fruitful religious transhumanist dialogue. The religious impulse is very creative, and there has been a lot of reconciliation to the Enlightenment within faiths, sometimes by adapting doctrine and practice, and sometimes by the emergence of new Denominations, and that's exactly what the Catholic Church is working on with Rick Warren from the um, the emergent the church emergence. Yeah, you, you know, and you can see the
1: beginning of that at first. You know, you see. Well, what's wrong with the emergent church? Mm. What's wrong with the? You, you know, see? I mean, we should all be one. You, it's, they're all stepping stones. Mm-hmm. It's the blasphemy of Christianity. That's right, a new gnostic lie, which is the old gnostic lie. It's just repackaged
0: because We're, they want to include. They want an inclusive religion. Everybody is one.
1: Yeah, and that religion is serving Lucifer. Exactly. Yeah, the dog star. Serious. Wow, if any of this from AIs to the copying of a mind seems too much like science fiction to be truly religious, just give this a little time. McGrath says, all religions were once new. Ah, not mine. Mine dates back to the creation of the world, of the universe. Because that my true religion is following Yahweh and his son. And he says, and they all tend to be viewed with skepticism and enthusiasm from different directions when they arrive. There we go. Here we go. Now if that doesn't make you puke, I gotta dig up some more stories. <laughs> because well, that makes that really um Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah, that's really this annoying.
0: one is yeah. I I foof.
1: I mean, you know, if you just talk about transhumanism in itself, you go, yeah, yeah, right. You know, upload your head to a computer, you weirdo. But now they're starting to mix. These are theological professors in seminaries mm. mixing this crap. You talk about a poop sandwich. Exactly. 99% poop and 1% theology. Philosophy of the Bible. Hmm. My goodness. Who's that calling me? Alexa, my personal assistant, is calling me, <laughs> telling me to turn off Kapow and go watch, I don't know, what, what is, I don't know, what robots watch. I don't know. Okay, Ms. <laughs> Kapow. I, know, I lost that one. It was rolling somewhere, but.
0: Yeah, it took a U-turn somewhere. It
1: did. It went <laughs> sideways. But you know why? Because my consciousness is not developed like, it's not developed yet. No. Like um, like it could be if I had a nanobot in my brain. You know what I mean? Everybody. Who doesn't want a nanobot? I don't. I don't. Uh, oh, you have a nanobot. Uh-oh. You have a nanobot. No, I don't. Okay. Well, then <laughs> say goodnight because we're going to need a cheese sandwich now.
0: ciao yeah.